Welcome to the Kickstart Your Edge Play to Win Leadership Podcast, where we've flipped the script with our groundbreaking modus operandi to bring you real, relevant, and relatable tactics and techniques to master your own play to win mindset. Talk about a superpower. It's time to iron your cape. What we know for sure is what got you here won't get you there. You can't see the spinach in your own teeth. And finally, hang on, because this one is really deep. Once you realize that you are the traffic, everything makes complete and unadulterated sense. Welcome to The Edge, where playing not to lose is not an option. You know what's super fun, Karen? Tell me, Jennifer. Your family. And (laughs) and so what I mean by that is um, I come from sort of a smaller family, and between the two of us, we have 11 nieces and nephews where your side of the family contributes 10 of them. Correct. Right? <laughs> and so it's great because we have a, a big age range of nieces and nephews that are, how old is, how old's Jack? Oh man, you're putting me on the spot. Jack is a freshman in high school. Freshman in high school, all the way up to Maddie, who is going to be turning 30 this year. Right? Mm -hmm. So we have a big gamut that really fall in there. And it's super fun because we get to be involved in everybody's life. So the other week we were watching Cammie, who's a senior in high school, and she plays basketball. And one of the best inventions ever is that they actually stream the sports on YouTube. I love YouTube. uh, Yep. So we have the, the basketball game is going on, and there's just a real commitment to from so many people to this high school basketball game, you know, from the coaches, the family, the kids, the people who are actually streaming it on YouTube, the announcers. And it got me really thinking, and I was uh, brought it up to Karen, and I said, um, you know, kids are so future-oriented, and so much of adults who have kids' energy is spent on kids' experiences, Right? trying new things, getting skills, getting talents, being able to develop them into to responsible human beings, helping them be successful in life. And there's so much emphasis that really revolve around the kids. And it starts to create this milestone mentality that happens. And it just goes from when they're babies all the way till, till much later in life. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting though, because yes, it is from when they're, you know, babies, right? Teaching them to walk and then learning how to read. Then they got to tie their shoes. And, you know, then it's like, oh my gosh, you know, you graduate from grammar school. And then it's like, oh my gosh, I get to go to, you know, I get to drive. I'm great. I'm going to learn to drive. And then what's the college, right? The always fun thing of which college are you going to go to? Or you're moving out or whatever, getting married, having kids. But it's kind of funny and not funny, haha. But originally, you know, everybody's so, I don't know, the, a, a great thing, Jen, and you had said it, everybody has these like this milestone mentality and it's getting to that next thing. But then at some point, people stop the next thing and it's almost kind of like we slow down and... I'm going to say for so many people, a lot of the slowing down probably starts to happen in their 30s. And what happens is as a kid and growing up, everything like we're talking about 
with the milestones is future focused, right? What's next and what's next and who do I want to be? And, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? How many times did you hear that? You know, who do you want to be when you grow up? Those kind of things. But then we get to a certain point and then what happens then is people start to look back instead of looking forward like they did when they were a kid. So the looking back is like the, oh, well, when I used to do this or I used to do that or remember when I was in shape. Um, and like that's just such a crazy kind of mentality for me because like I, I, I don't think that way. I just think like, okay, great, what's the next adventure and what's the next thing I can obsess about and then get tired of? Well, think about it this way too. You, a lot of times growing up you have adults who say, I can't wait to see who you become. I can't wait to see what you create with your life. I can't wait to see how you're going to be at 50, right? So it's really, like you said, Karen, it's very future focused where when we're younger, we use energy of the future to help us make decisions. Where do we want to I'll just take, you know, thinking about a career, right? I want to go into finance. Okay, what schools are good in finance? What's the best way to set me up for success? What what do I need to do? What types of internships? So we start to have thoughts and actions that are taking us to who we think we are becoming. And it's interesting, though, because what I think is what I'll call a critical shift is when we stop using the future to create who we are today, and instead we use the past to define who we can be. Yeah, and and you know what, Jen, that makes me think about retirement. Because, all right, so I retired, whoa, wow, I retired 13 years ago. And, And it's interesting because when I was in law enforcement, my thought, always was, this is what I'm going to do until I figure out what I want to do. So the retirement, although it was an ending for the law enforcement career, like I never thought that that was the end. And so often I think people go into retirement with the mindset of that's the end, not what do I figure out what I want to do now? Because, because that mentality almost kind of sets you up to keep looking backwards instead of looking forward. Yeah. And I think, you know, that when we hang on to our old identity, this is who I am. I always have a challenge with this. I'm naturally good at that. Um, I know how to do X, Y, and Z. So therefore I'll keep doing those things instead of trying something new. That's when our brain wants to repeat the past. And then we find ourselves making decisions, how we label ourselves, holding on who we've been based on our old identity. So the president's the present is the present is the present. What is it, Karen? It's now. It's now, right? So the present moment is right this very moment. And as we're developing, growing, learning, becoming the next best version of ourselves, we get to decide, do we want to use the past to help us or do we want to use the future to help us? But if you use the past, think about it. Are you repeating history? 
Yeah. Because it's it's not it's not new. It's not new. It's no. what is it? It's, it's not new. It's the past. You're right because the future is really where all the energy is. That's where we get to create it, generate it, and revel in it. The past will keep us limited to how we've done things, what we've done before, and it keeps us limited into the familiar, right? So if we want to create a different future, you have to create something that doesn't exist from the past. So what it means is, is that it's about creating a new belief to create a new result that requires consciousness. And and it's if you think about beliefs, beliefs are just thoughts that you tell yourself again and again and again and again, which means what, Jen? You can change them. If yes. your beliefs don't work for you, change your thoughts and create new beliefs. So as you think about, you know, the leader that you want to become, the, the aspirations that you have for your future self, imagine if you use the energy of who that is to help pull you forward now, right? So let's say, let's say that you are uh, in the work environment and your goal is to be CEO of a company, right? So right now you might be at a vice president level. You're working towards that next promotion. You know, uh, you're working on your leadership skills. Part of it is imagine you have already accomplished and you are the CEO, right? That's the result that you have created for yourself. And maybe your time frame is two years from now being able to do that. A lot of times when you're making decisions today, when you're problem solving today, when you're coaching your team today, you may need to pull upon the energy of that future CEO to help you. What would a CEO do in this situation? What decision would a CEO make around this? How would a CEO handle this? And using that energy of what actions did that person take? Would they take? How would they feel on a day-to-day basis to get them inspired to be able to take that action? What do they need to think about in order to generate that feeling? It's using the future version of yourself to, in the moment, act as if you're already in that space. And one final thought here is that when you're sitting there and the thought that's coming up for you is, I don't know how, congratulate yourself. Because what you're doing then is you're looking for the future. Because of course you don't know how, because that future you still needs to figure it out. I love it. Super fun, super trippy, and I do love um, all the experiences we get to think about being around your family. Oh my gosh, I love them. I know. Thanks for listening to the Kickstart Your Edge Play to Win Leadership Podcast. Craving more? Of course you are. Check out our website at kickstartyouredge.com, where we fire you up, fan the flames of your competitive edge culture, and ignite your tenacious pursuit of an all out play to win mindset.